This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It is time now for Travel Best Bets and Claire Newell is with us with some excellent advice today about how to make sure you are not staying at a bad hotel. Like sometimes a price is too good to be true. Right, Claire? Oh my goodness, you better believe it. I th- I've heard so many horror stories of people getting to a hotel and being shocked. Like they've, you know, they thought they did enough research and they didn't. And so I wanted to go through some of the things okay. that you really should do because I personally think it's your responsibility sure. to figure it out. Also, and you have to be so- flexible here too, don't you? Because like on a recent vacation that we went to uh, to Florida, we had a heck of a deal. Like it was so cheap. And so whenever there was like, a problem at the hotel, I was like, well, you know, uh, we got a great deal and we have to keep that in mind. Like you're not going right, to get right. the Four Seasons paying for Best Western. No. And I think that sometimes people think that that can happen. You know, you're paying uh, such a such a good deal that even though you are staying in a five-star, it doesn't usually happen that way. And that's actually one of the things I was going to say. If the price is too good to be true, it probably is. And hotels can be really, really tricky with their pricing these days. You and I have talked before about the hidden fees, the resort fees and things like that. So you just have to be really careful. And I think it's important for you as a consumer to actually do your research. And if it does seem too good to be true, call. Call and ask, are there hidden fees? And find out what the tax is going to be or the parking. I mean, the parking could be 40 bucks in some places, which is ridiculous, right? So I think you ask all of the charges. So one of the other things is... um, you need to make sure that you know exactly where it's going to be located. So the hotel can describe something very different than what Google Maps is actually going to show you. So if it says that it's, you know, near the beach you and you want to be on the beach, you better find out if it's, you know, five blocks from the beach or if it's a <laughs> beachfront location. Yeah. Um, and you can start with reading reviews. I think that's a really good way to go. Um, TripAdvisor is great. And... There's another website that I love, which is called Oyster.com. And this is good because so many hotels or accommodation facilities will take pictures and they'll be completely staged. So when you get there, you're not going to see that bedspread, that ho- you know, that couch, that pillow. They're heavily photoshopped maybe. And so if you have a, a hotel that you're going to and they, first of all, they barely have any photos, maybe one, or it's a artist rendition or blurry or whatever, you know, just be careful and see if you can cross-reference it with TripAdvisor and also with Oyster, because that will give you some inside scoop. So TripAdvisor, what you're looking for is the section where people post, not professionals. And then Oyster.com actually sends professionals in to take real pictures. The best one that I had, you can Google it. It's probably, you can just probably put it in. It was a guy walking out of uh, a, what looked like a pool and with this kind of board in his hand, like a wakeboard, surfboard kind of thing. Yeah. And it turned out that that was actually a tiny little jacuzzi. Oh. And it was That's <laughs> looked like a massive pool. It was so bad. It looked like it was just completely staged. Um, another thing that, in my opinion, is a bit of a red flag is when the website is seriously outdated. Because really, Sammy, what are the chances then that they've updated their furnishings and fixtures? That's so true. Right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that some um, quaint little B&B somewhere should have this flashy website. 
but what I'm saying is if it is a legitimate large hotel in a, you know, a very popular tourist destination, that it should be kind of up to date, at least. I would agree on that okay. as well. What other, is there other, like, I know Oyster.com is great, but what else can you do? Oh, well, I always go to bedbugregistry.com or bedbugsreports.com. Both are really good websites. You actually plug in the name of the hotel and it will tell you if there's a mention of a bed bug at the property. If there is, just go to another hotel. It's not worth it. Now, that said, Eve, is that even five-star hotels can get bed bugs. So look at the date. If it's within six months, then you talk about it. But if there's been no- nothing for you know six months, right. then they've dealt with the issue. Right. And you have to take some um, of the reviews. You have to take them with a grain of salt too, right? Like keep in mind there are bad days. Right. The only thing that you would need um, to watch for if everything is uh, a bad review. there And right. the other is, is that there's just two extremes. There's only really, really bad and really, really good because the good ones could be fake. So you're looking for... You're also looking for reviews where the hotel actually replies and you want them to be, I'm so sorry. And we hope that next time we've dealt with this problem, but if they're defensive and if they're defensive, even on the phone, just go to a different hotel. Again, you're looking for a a hotel that's got good customer service from start to finish. And yes, hotels, you know, they have bad days too. You know what I mean? But they shouldn't have it all the time. Um, yeah, so those are my, my tips. And I, you know, at the end of the day, um, you should also call the hotel and ask if there are certain things that you need. If you really, really need a hotel that's got AC, a pool, a gym for it to be on the beach, anything, you know, that we've talked about, then you should call to make sure that they've got it because they may not have it listed. All right. That's great. Now let's use this advice. Let's get people traveling. Yes. Okay, so the first deal I've got to you is to Kauai, the Garden Island of Kauai, of Hawaii. So this is for November 28th through until December 12th. We often talk about this kind of time period just before the holiday rush, and it's like half the price that it's going to be a couple of weeks later over Christmas and New Year's. Mm-hmm. So this is Air and Seven Nights Hotel for $969, a flat $300 tax, so $1269 all in. So the next one I've got, um, I'm not sure we've talked about this, but my daughter was just in Portugal and absolutely loved it. Oh. Um, so if you're a snowbird and you're thinking of going somewhere, there's a really good deal to the Algarve region of Portugal. It's February 25th. You fly to uh, Portugal and you spend 21 nights in Albufera. And that's in a three-and-a-half-star, one-bedroom apartment. Then you head to Lisbon for two nights in a four-star hotel, a city tour of Lisbon, and the transfers for sixteen ninety nine, nice. taxes of six thirty. Yeah, it works out to twenty three twenty nine, all in for twenty three night getaway. That's pretty good. Um, and the last, I know, I know. When you think about it, with um, you know that length of a stay, it's hard, you know it's hard when you hear that um, a month's rent here in Vancouver is over that. <laughs> so yeah, um, <laughs> it's terrible, right? Okay, the next one is. You know my bucket list. I really, really want to do this next. It's a 14-night Antarctica cruise, and they have a really great deal on it. So anytime I see it, it's under like six, seven thousand dollars. I kind of like my eyes kind of will kind of look toward it because this is a usually ten, twelve thousand dollar cruise depending on the ship you're going on. This is peak season as well. It's January 17th. There's only about an eight-week window you can do Antarctica. This is air one night pre. 
uh, cruise hotel, then the 14-night cruise to Antarctica and the transfers for $37.99. The taxes are $7.98, so $45.97 all in. I know it's expensive, but that is a deal for a uh, 14-night Antarctica cruise. And honestly, like, how often are you going to go to Antarctica? This is a bucket. That's a bucket list trip, right? Oh, no, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, yeah. And if you're lucky enough to ever experience it in your lifetime, you are like the tiny, tiny, tiny point point zero 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 one percent of the population. Oh, that's something we're saving up for. Okay, thank you, Claire. Thanks so much, Simi. Take care. You too. That's Claire Newell from Travel Best Bets. For more information about those deals or perhaps to find some other ones, all you have to do is check out their website, travelbestbets.com.